Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you want kids one day but your partner doesn't, is it all just a waste of time? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I, 35-year-old female, am not sure how to proceed after husband, 40-year-old male, screamed in my face last night. My spouse and I have been together for over 10 years and have a young child. Last night, the child was having trouble sleeping and acting up and just would not settle down at all. My husband eventually got fed up because it was so late and started yelling at the child. I had been up with the child the first half of the night and was trying to get some sleep at the time and got up to see what was going on. I simply asked the child why they were still awake and what the problem was and husband somehow took it as me undermining him and started yelling at me. I've never seen him like this before. He was beyond angry and just kept yelling and screaming. Eventually it got to the point where he was screaming and pointing in my face. I tried to back away but he kept following me while pointing and yelling in my face. I can't even remember what my reaction was and if I said anything because I was in shock. Eventually he stopped. I told him to leave the room so I could handle the child. I got the child to bed and just went to our room alone. I was in complete shock at how he had behaved. He honestly had never done anything close to this and very rarely even raises his voice. He does have a lot of stressors right now so I'm sure that's a contributing factor. Not making excuses or justifying it by saying that. He did come in the bedroom later and we argued about how wrong he was in the situation and he did apologize to me eventually and did go on to apologize to our child. I told him I really wanted nothing to do with him at the moment and he slept in the guest bedroom. I guess at this point I'm not sure what to think or do. I don't know what to say to him. It scared me last night because I've never seen him lose control like that. It was honestly so out of character for him and no he doesn't drink or do drugs. I know this is typical for abuse victims to say, but it honestly isn't just him. But now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. Part of me wants to suggest therapy or anger management, but I know he won't do it. You'll say I'm overreacting and he doesn't need it. Plus, he's not the type to go to therapy. I have a feeling I know what most people will say, but I think I just need to hear it. Please be kind. And for the comments that will inevitably say to just leave, it's not that simple. I'm a stay-at-home mom that lives halfway across the country from any family or friends. Plus, we have pets that are family and I would never leave behind. I don't want to overreact to the situation or underact. I know this is a big deal and I need to think about my child as well. Honestly, I think OP has pretty good wits about them as far as what's going on and what they can do to help. To me, I would say, yeah, therapy is probably a pretty good option. But I do know that a lot of people who are willing to act up and act out the way this husband has very well could be the people that think, I don't need any kind of therapy. Might just be downright absolutely insulted that you even had the idea, etc. I'm hoping for the best for OP. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys enjoy tricky relationship questions, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, partner, 23-year-old female, feels like she's constantly being judged by me, 23-year-old male, and I don't know what to do? 
Coming up at a year of living with my partner, 1.7 years together, and it's come to a point where she feels like I'm constantly critical of her, and I don't know what to do. For example, we moved in together in an expensive area, and I was paying for everything. Rent, food, car, etc. For months, September 2022 to March 2023, she would wake up late, 11am to noon, and apply to jobs an hour a day at best. Eventually, I started getting on her case about having to be more organized with how she treats applying to jobs, being more consistent with a sleep schedule, exercise, etc., and it ended up feeling bad on both ends. For me, I'd have to nag, wake them up, and make them apply to jobs, and for them, they'd have to be nagged. Recently, May, she got hired for a job that doesn't start for a few months, and most days, she just sleeps in until I wake her up or around 11 a.m., This is frustrating because even on days where we plan to go to the gym together, I'm left feeling like her parent waking her up at 10.40 so we can go at 11am during my tight work schedule. Most days after waking up, she just sits on the couch and phone. This week, I calmly brought up how it feels like she isn't living her life and isn't doing anything she finds meaningful to herself by spending all her time sleeping, watching TV, and being on her phone. She now feels like I'm being super judgmental of her and thinks everything she does is wrong. I understand relaxing for some time of the day, but when you spend all of your free time on the couch and don't do anything else for weeks, it's concerning. I don't know what to do. Is this a matter of me being too judgmental? Incompatibility? More patience needed on both ends? Maturing because we're still young? I'm so lost, so I would appreciate any insights or advice. I feel really bad that my partner feels like they're on eggshells, but I'm also concerned that when I sit back and don't say anything, they just don't do anything productive for themselves. Honestly, to me, it sounds like they're pretty happy with that kind of day-to-day life. The fact that unless you consistently prod them and pull them along, they just naturally fall right back into that habit, that pocket that they're falling into... I mean, maybe it could be something undiagnosed, or maybe they're just a kind of person in their day-to-day life that's incompatible to really the productivity that you have. Our next story is, I have known I needed to break up with my boyfriend for over a year, but can't bring myself to do it. My 21-year-old female, boyfriend 21-year-old male and I have been together for a bit over two years now, and I've been unhappy with him for more than a year. Everything was wonderful for the first six months or so, until he completely stopped showing me any affection. He doesn't kiss me or hug me and seems like he's only tolerating it when I do it. He doesn't compliment me and we hook up extremely rarely, every few months if I'm lucky. When I say he doesn't hug or kiss me, I'm not exaggerating. Literally never. I've talked to him about it, but it always ends with him guilting me and telling me he's just not an affectionate person and I don't appreciate what he does for me. I love him so much, but he just doesn't treat me like I'm his girlfriend and it makes me feel horrible. Despite feeling this way for ages, I just haven't been able to break up with him. It's beyond fixing things. I don't want to at this point. I just want it to be over. This is where I'm desperately asking for advice. If you were ever in this situation, how did you make yourself do it? As in, how did you actually physically go about it? The thing is that he and I are kind of long distance at the moment. He's working six hours away across the country for summer. I visit him every few weeks, but I just keep getting caught up in the little details of it. When I travel to him, 
Am I supposed to pretend I'm going to spend the weekend there only to break up with him and travel another six hours back home immediately? How am I going to face his parents? He lives with them at the moment. Do I travel to him, stay the weekend with him, and break up with him at the end of it? Spending the two days beforehand thinking of how this will be the last time I'll see him and inevitably changing my mind and staying for the millionth time? I just don't know what to say or do. I'm so stuck. I can't break up with him over text. He doesn't deserve that. If anyone has any advice for me, it would be so appreciated. Thank you. So OP says this person doesn't deserve to be broken up with over text? Sure. But I don't think honestly it's the right thing for OP to go. I think OP needs to call them, maybe FaceTime them if you have to, and just be honest about how you've been feeling for so long and explain that it's just not a compatible thing. Don't be afraid to say that you have all this love for them, but it's just not right. It's unfair for both of you for you to travel six hours to them when you know that things aren't right and that it's time to move on. That's at least what I think should be done. But also, granted, I'm no professional. This next story is, I, female 31, didn't cheat on him, male 40. Hey there, my boyfriend, male 40, me, female 31. We've been officially together for 10 months, but used to be friends with benefits for another 5-6 to years. A little bit about me, I live alone in the UK, my family lives abroad. I don't have many friends around, and due to my job, working from home, I don't get to meet many people. I moved here with my ex 9 years ago, we broke up a year into it so it's been a while now, but I'm still in contact with his mom and sister. They're basically a family to me. I've told my current boyfriend about this before but he didn't really like it as expected and I've just introduced him to the sister. I went over last Thursday to study together before she moves to Oxford for 2 months, so I stayed there late at about... 11.30. She had to give up her uni place a few days before moving away, so she stayed at her parents' place with all her stuff. I often work late during the week, so I tend to do other stuff late as well. He doesn't believe me that I went to see her, and says it's BS that I did the washing up, etc. after. He never mentioned that he came to my place that night until Monday. Saturday, he came over. We were going to go to the cinema. Had a massive fight over some little thing. He said he doesn't even like me and just left. Had no idea if this was just the heat of the moment or he actually meant it. I messaged him I was sorry I didn't listen to him about the thing we had a fight about and that I should have. Cried all Saturday and then Sunday morning the same. I'd had enough of being miserable so I phoned up my ex's mum, who was old enough to give me advice. And just wanted to speak to someone because I felt so alone. And what he said just kept on repeating in my head. I was driving myself crazy. She needed some help with her browser, so later in the evening when she was free, I went over to help her and talk. My ex's sister came back from Oxford because nobody was there to hand her the keys. So we spoke, cried, watched a film, sort of like a girl's night. He still hadn't replied to my message from Saturday. Monday came. I again cried all day as usual by now, but I had to pick up a few things I was promised the day before and forgot for the air fryer, so went back and picked them up and then drove to the shop to return something that I was running out of, deadline, and get a couple of groceries. This was late again, but I'm used to it, so I never thought of it as an issue. He then messages me asking where I am. I explained I was in the shop. Then he says it's over, doesn't believe me. I think he's stupid, we're done, etc, etc. He visited my place on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday, the days when I wasn't in. He says I'm cheating. 
I tried telling him I'm not and never did. I can't prove something I didn't do, but now he says even if I did, the trust is gone. I don't know what I've done to lose the trust. I feel so bad for something I didn't even do. I explained to him that he's still important to me, but so are my only two female friends. Whether it's weird or not, they're in my life and I don't have any other friends, let alone guys. He's been cheated on before, which I only just found out now, so I get why he'd not like the fact that I'm not in late evening, but I didn't think this is a big issue. I've been used to it, but we never talked about this before, cause he normally sleeps in those hours because of night shift. This was Tuesday, he's seen my message but never replied. Going abroad for a week on Sunday because of work, I really wanted to see him before and discuss things, but don't think it's gonna happen. It's definitely clear that this guy's been hurt pretty hard in this way before. Short of literally taking a photo of where you are in the moment and sending it to them and hoping that you're not crazy enough to have staged that photo beforehand just to have like fake proof, I don't know what more you could really do. Honestly, it sucks, but if their paranoia is that bad and they're that dead set on it being the way it is, maybe it's just one of those situations where you explain you still have love for them, you'll still support them, but you're sticking to the facts that you never cheated on them, and now it feels like the relationship has reached an irreparable point because of the trust issues that have arisen. Our next story is, I love my husband, but I don't know how to show it. I, 31-year-old female, met my husband, 31-year-old male, almost 10 years ago and we have the most amazing relationship. He has to be the sweetest, most amazing person I know. He floods me with compliments and is so considerate and not one day has he ever made me feel anything but happy. Honestly, couldn't be more grateful to be blessed with somebody so precious. We haven't had it easy, won't go into detail, but him and I have had lots of hardships, but not once has that swayed our relationship. He's my soulmate and I love him so much. The only problem is how cold I can look. I kind of have a resting mean face and I've always had a problem with communicating my emotions and showing people how I feel on the inside. Had a pretty bad childhood and I always feel guilty that I'm never able to show him just how much he means to me and how I would do anything for him. I'm pretty sure I use acts of service as my love language because I love doing things for him and good lord the way he appreciates whatever I do for him. I just don't feel like anything is good enough to match how he makes me feel but I know he knows I love him. He always tells me he does. I just want to know how I can do more things or show him just how much he means to me. Short of doing things you know he appreciates or just doing things that are nice for him. You know, preparing something nice for him whether it's like a meal or just a relaxing day doing some activities that you know he likes. I think honestly the biggest thing you could do is just communicate the way that you do feel. Now OP said that they had a hard time communicating but maybe a good option is writing a letter. If you can put down into words like this reddit post how you feel about them, how you would do anything for them, how special they make you feel, I'm sure that would mean the world to them even if it's through writing. Our next story is, my female 19, partner female 20, is draining me with constant text messages. We've been together for 3 years, her home life was unique, and she ended up moving in with me and my mom about 2 years ago. In May, 2 weeks before my birthday, I would like to add, she decided to leave and go to a job with her sister over the summer to make money to pay off the insane amount of debt she collected due to poor decisions. I've expressed my mental health with her. I have ADHD, OCD, and anxiety. 
I communicated that I will not always be comfortable texting and calling because as I've grown older, it drains me and easily pulls me away from important tasks. I'm doing summer college classes, for example. Despite my clear communication, she has made this to be an ongoing issue for the month she's been gone so far. She sends me messages longer than my phone screen on a daily basis saying I'm not loving her enough, I don't text enough, that she gets busy too but still responds. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This isn't true. She'll go hours at a time with no response. That I don't seem to love her anymore. Just constantly bombarding me with message after message, saying I'm essentially not doing enough. I've changed what I could and text her within 45 minutes most of the time. I constantly reassure her and send her equally long text messages. I have explained every day the circumstances and that this was something I expressed my boundaries with early on, but I continue to feel bad for it and like I'm not doing enough no matter how many changes I make and how much reassurance I give. I already wasn't a phone type of person. We even made jokes about that when we lived together because it was muted and never even in the same room as me while hers was glued to her hand. But now I've grown a fear of my phone. When it lights up, my heart drops. It starts racing. I'm always anticipating the next complaint as to what I'm not doing enough. We also barely have real conversations. She's just constantly talking about how much she misses me, loves me, wishes we could do so and so, or complimenting me, which I love and appreciate and reciprocate, but it's become repetitive, almost copy and paste. It feels hollow and meaning to me and as if it's just a part of our daily script. There's definitely a bit of a insecurity kind of going on here, where it seems like they need this constant reassurement, maybe overly clingy. I think maybe honestly it's one of those situations where the relationship just doesn't translate well to going to a long distance format. I mean let's be real, nothing is going to beat having a physical in-person relationship. And I think it maybe exacerbates some of the personal things going on with her in a way that definitely feels overbearing. I just don't know a great way to address this without maybe them taking it immediately as some kind of personal attack or like some huge letdown, like as if you're trying to shut down who they are or what they need out of the relationship. But I definitely agree, it just seems too overbearing. Our next story is, my dad overheard my father-in-law saying a sexist comment about my professional life. My husband, male 32, and I, female 30, have lived together for five years, and we got married a few months ago, so here are a few things for context before getting into the story. 
My father is wealthy. He's not super rich, but money is definitely not a worry for him. He is very generous with people around him. For instance, he paid for one of my cousin's college, and he sponsors several children in a foster house, but he's always made it clear that his money is his and not my sibling and I's. If I asked him for money, I'm sure he wouldn't say no, but it's not something I was taught to do. Me and my husband are going through a rough year financially. He works as a freelancer and he hasn't managed to land any well-paying gigs. I'm studying a PhD full-time, for which I get minimal wage due to an award I won, and I also have two research jobs that give me some extra money. Right now I'm earning 90% of our household income, will be important later. Two years ago, I was working full-time with a decently paid job and my husband had a great year which allowed us to save enough for us to be okay this year. We would obviously be better if I asked my dad for money, but we really don't need it. We can afford rent and food and still manage not to spend all our savings. I don't hide our finances from my family, so everyone knows it's been a rough year, but they also know we're okay. Now, here's the story. I was talking with my dad and he asked if I needed any financial support. I explained what our situation is right now and told him we're okay, but I'll let him know if we need something. I asked why he asked this to me since he rarely offers money to my sibling and I in this way. Now here is the important part. During my wedding a few months ago, my dad overheard a conversation between my father-in-law and his friend. They were saying that my husband was very anxious because he couldn't afford to give me a good life. And he's been particularly worried since I quit my job and started studying. I know for a fact that my husband doesn't think this. We're very open with our finances and he knows it's not his sole responsibility to finance our household. Some years, he earns more than me and others I earn more than him. It's not a big deal for him. My dad approached my father-in-law and said that he knew about our financial situation and he knew we were okay. My father-in-law said, quoting what my dad told me, Well, husband has all the financial weight since OP decided to quit her job and go back to school. Also, they can't rely on her. Women can have an income to feel special, but it's not like she'll ever have a men's professional life. My dad kept insisting that my student salary was still okay and pointed out that my salary has been higher for over half the time my husband and I lived together. My father-in-law kept dismissing my work because it's just so she feels helpful. It's not a real career. I know they were trying to guilt my dad into giving us money, but the things they said are very hurtful. A few years ago, I overheard my father-in-law and this same friend of his saying that what OP is doing with her PhD is very impressive, but can you imagine how hard it would be for a guy with a real career to do this? She can study whatever she likes and enjoy her hobby, but if it was a man, it would be so hard. So I 100% believe what my father told me. I'm meeting with my in-laws next week, and I want to say something, but I'm not sure what to say. How can I confront him? Is it worthy or should I just continue with my life and ignore his sexist thoughts because there's no point? Honestly, I'd like to know if OP talked to their husband just to pick their mind about how they feel about their own father saying these things. Because it's definitely a lot more awkward if you go in there and you start saying stuff and you don't actually have any backup or you find out in the moment you don't have backup. I think it's totally fair game considering what they said to bring it up and address it but I would definitely make sure that your partner's on board with this before you go and say that to their parents, lest it becomes really awkward. This next story is, female 33 wants children one day, partner, male 34, doesn't. Are we wasting each other's time? My partner, male 34, and I, female 33, 
are in a happy long-term relationship. He is my best friend and definitely the most comfortable I've ever been in a relationship. We've been through some pretty tough times in the last year. I had some pretty bad health issues and life dramas. And he has been amazingly supportive and so kind and loving. He's not perfect. Who is? And our relationship is definitely not perfect at times, but we have fun together and share a lot in common. We want to move forward in our relationship, but recently began to argue lots because we don't seem to be on the same page for everything we want for the future. For example, I really want a family and he doesn't want children. I'm also keen to work abroad for a while and he's not so keen. I found this absolutely heartbreaking and feel like I'm wasting my time in the wrong relationship. But we're also both scared that we may regret things if we break up or if we do stay together and then break up in the future. Does anyone have an experience of this? Words of wisdom and advice? Regrets on not having a family? Am I just kidding myself and we need to go our separate ways? Although I'm in no rush for a family, I'm also aware I'm not getting any younger. It's not something that can be compromised on. You either have children or you don't. We've each said that we're hoping the other would change their minds, but that seems unlikely. I could totally vibe with the idea that you guys are perfect partners for each other in every way except you don't want children or one wants children. I mean, this is definitely not a question for really anybody online to answer. You're just going to have to do some real soul searching and think, is not having a kid still fulfilling enough in this relationship that you want to stick around for the long run? If that answer comes to be no, I think it's more than valid, as painful as it would be. This next story is, my girlfriend, 39, of a year and a half, told me she won't be able to see me while she gets another degree. My girlfriend, 39, of about a year and a half, got a different job recently and has decided she needs to get an additional degree to help her career. She's been talking about it for a while and I've been supportive of her decision. We recently looked at a few methods that she could take to reach her goal. A couple of months before this, I'd brought up the subject of moving in together. Neither of our houses are big enough though, so it would mean finding another place. She said that her finances were really tight and she couldn't make it work right now. Part of the reason for the new degree would be so she could earn more income. We both have kids and don't get to see each other a lot. She works more than one job too. We probably see each other around two to three times a month on average. We talk and text daily. There are a lot of times we could see each other more but she's always busy with one thing or another and always has a lot of reasons why she doesn't have time to get together. She doesn't feel good because she's stressed, she needs to get her house clean, she needs to prepare for a work event, etc. She sees a counselor and had a session today. Apparently she brought up her plan to get another degree and the counselor asked her how she planned to balance that with work, her kids, and me. She said she hadn't thought about that before but it would probably mean that she wouldn't be able to see me for several months because she would be too busy. So she tells me about this tonight. She says she's really stressed and doesn't know what to do. She knows that it wouldn't be fair to me, but she would be upset with herself if she didn't get this degree. I replied, so it sounds like you're thinking about breaking up? She said no. So I asked her what she wants from our relationship. She replies, I don't know. She says she knows we don't see each other, but she can't just handle being around people sometimes. She needs time to herself and she needs to be at home. I asked her if she wants to be with me. She said she does. I told her that she's very high in my priorities and that I think about our future. I told her I want to see her more and someday to live with each other and get married. I asked her if those were things she wants too. 
She said she hadn't thought that far ahead. She said she does know that she can't do those things until her youngest is in high school. Her youngest is in second grade. I said it doesn't really sound like you want to be with me. Then she tried to deflect and say I spend a lot of time out of town. I said I only spend time out of town because she isn't available. I'd rather spend time with her. So she says I guess it's up to me to decide if I want to keep things the way they are. I said it sounds like you've already decided about us. She doesn't consider us a priority in her life and isn't willing to put any more energy into the relationship. She said that she just doesn't feel like she can give me what I want and doesn't want to be unfair to me. She said she always puts other people's needs before herself. When we started dating, we had discussed all this stuff. She said she was on the same page and wanted the same things. She's the one that has to be exclusive. She talked about moving slow because we both have kids and didn't want them to get attached and get hurt. She initiated when we met each other's kids. She initiated when we met each other's families. I've been super patient and let her steer our progress pretty much. When I asked what she thought about living together and she said she couldn't handle it yet, I let it go. I didn't keep pushing about it. Now she says she has commitment issues, which had never been communicated before. She says she's really never thought about our future before now. She wants to be with me, but it's my call and the relationship will stay how it is if I want to stay. She says she's just started to figure this stuff out and that she wants to be with me. Should I stay? I'm not gonna lie, just putting myself in this situation. I don't think this is one that OP should stick around for. The fact that you only see them two to three times a month, they want it to stay that way essentially, and then follow that all up with, eh, I haven't really thought about it too much, you decide what we do. And also things like, well, I wouldn't be able to do any marriage stuff until, what, 10, 11 years down the road? In my opinion, it's all just too much and non-committal. I just would not be able to stick around for all that. Our next story is, I, 30-year-old male, found my girlfriend, 30-year-old female, is texting the guy I'd been previously jealous of. It's making me insecure as heck. To be short, I am insecure. My girlfriend is very attractive and is used to guys flirting with her. She never does nothing, but she allows the flirting. Lately, it feels odd. I felt something is off. She's avoiding hooking up. And yesterday, I happened to see that her ex-yoga instructor was texting her again. I confronted it in the past, told her I was feeling jealous, that I found it weird her yoga instructor, same age, funny, was texting her. She told me it was all in my head that he just texts her about classes, lie. I choose to believe her and let it pass, as I thought I was being insecure. I found more white lies, but I let it pass. The guy left her gym, and to be honest, I was a bit relieved and forgot about him. But it seems they keep texting. I have only overlooked messages, and although they're friendly, is obviously the guy is trying to hit on her. I don't know if I'm overreacting. On one hand, I believe my girlfriend can have male friends. But I find it weird she texts him and her being careful not to show me her phone. It could be that she's trying to protect me, and in order to not make me feel jealous, choose not to talk about it. On the other hand, I find it sus. She's been a bit weird lately and distant, without hooking up for a month. This is normal though, she has a low libido. I think she's allowing the guy to flirt to have him around in case she felt more attracted to her. I cannot tell her I overlooked the text. She'll tell me I'm just insecure. I don't feel proud of overlooking her phone, but my guts tell me something is off once more. I'm not sure how to proceed. I would want to talk with her, but I don't know how to without it sounding like jealousy. 
could you give me advice on how you will proceed? Honestly, as much as OP says I'm insecure, and sure, there's probably a lot of insecurity acting out here, I think not wanting your partner to flirt with other people, especially people you have no idea about, like an ex-yoga instructor, is a more than reasonable thing to communicate and expect of your partner if it's something that makes you feel jealous. I really don't think it's the insecurity, I think it's the fact that they're hiding this. It's one thing to be playful, maybe flirty through texts, it's another to actually go out of your way to try to hide it, to not mention it. That to me is indicative of a lot more than just friendly texts. To me that means there's some real emotion going on behind that. Honestly regardless of whether the fact that OP's girlfriend is so far out of their league or whatnot. They deserve to be in a good relationship, supermodel or not. And I think it's worth having an open, honest communication about how none of this seems right and that it's really bothering you as somebody that she's committed to as a partner. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear some more tough relationship questions and my absolutely amateur advice, make sure to click on that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.